0: Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, August 5th, 2019. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. I am on my own today, and since there's not a ton of news, we can kind of get through the episode fairly quickly. However, I do anticipate there being a big surprising news drop or two this week. So have no fear. We are gearing up for whatever craziness might ensue as the season approaches. But before... We get into all of that. Over the weekend, we did have a pair of episodes drop in the podcast feed. My latest Tell Me More with Megan McGinnis came out on Saturday. She is currently on the road as part of the Come From Away tour where she is playing Bonnie and others, along with her husband, Adam Halpin, who's one of the show's standbys. They are joined by their two-and-a-half-year-old son, Beckett, who is touring with them as well. We had a lot of great discussions about family, both the actual, literal real-life family, the family that's found inside Come From Away, and the crazy family dynamics in the off-Broadway show Goldstein, which Megan starred in and the cast album is currently out for. So we had a great conversation, so please give that a listen. Then on Sunday, James, Peter, and Michael discussed the life and the legacy of Harold Prince, as well as reviewed Moulin Rouge on Broadway, Love, Knoll* at Irish Rep, and a few other shows out of town, so please enjoy that as well. Okay, so to get the show rolling, I wanted to circle back to a few topics that we discussed in passing late last week, but didn't have all of the details on. You might remember that James mentioned the 81st edition of the Educational Theater Association's list of the most produced high school plays and musicals, but we didn't have it at hand because I hadn't seen it yet. He had mentioned that he thought Mamma Mia was the most produced musical, which isn't exactly accurate. It was number two behind only The Addams Family. Those shows were followed by four Disney shows, The Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Mary Poppins, and Newsies. Of course, three of those Disney shows... Feature music by Alan Menken, as does the seventh show on the list, Little Shop of Horrors. Then wrapping up the top ten were Seussical in eighth, Into the Woods in ninth, and Shrek and the Wizard of Oz tied for tenth. For the plays, James and I collectively nailed it, as John Cariani's Almost Maine was again number one, while Billy Shakespeare's A Midsummer Night's Dream was second. Also in the top 10 were Peter and the Starcatcher, Our Town, Alice in Wonderland, Clue, She Kills Monsters, Radium Girls, The Crucible, and 12 Angry Jurors. Another thing that James and I mentioned surrounding the announcement of Six coming to Broadway last week was we were trying to come up with shows that have the other numbers 1 through 10 in them uh, in their titles and regular listener Tim Black tweeted in with act one two by two three penny opera four saints and three acts five o'clock girl of course six seven brides for seven brothers dinner at eight nine in the 10th hour now personally I think that he's kind of cheating with that last one you can't just switch between cardinal and ordinal numbers and not expect people to realize it Tim come on man what are you thinking Anyway, uh, let's move on to this week's theatrical schedule. Tonight, the Public Theater's Shakespeare in the Park production of Coriolanus officially opens. Directed by Daniel Sullivan, the show stars Jonathan Cake and Kate Burton, and oddly closes Sunday as well. So consider this the uh, closing announcement that I'll give you uh, uh, on Sunday instead. Um, I guess they didn't want to chance the reviews being bad, and... Didn't have people lining up. I know this is kind of fairly normal for off-Broadway and Shakespeare in the Park Productions, but this seems sooner than they normally do it. Anyway, on Wednesday, we get the first performance of the off-Broadway play, The X's, written by Lenore Skomal and directed by Magda S. Nariri. The plot description reads, quote, It's self-made billionaire Richard Killingsworth's daughter's big day. The last person he wants to see is his estranged wife, Mavis. Celebrating with his best friend, Dick, who happens to be Mavis's first husband, Richard's life turns upside down with the Queen of Chaos, I'm assuming that's Mavis, drops in unannounced with her new fiancé in tow. Man, sounds like a soap opera. I should like that. Uh, The show is scheduled to play Theater Row through October 5th. Then on Thursday, we have a pair of openings, one on Broadway and one off. The Broadway opening is for Seawall A Life. The Dueling Monologues star Tom Sturridge and Jake Gyllenhaal and is scheduled to run through September 29th at the Hudson Theater. Carrie Cracknell directs the unique theatrical experience featuring one-act plays by Simon Stevens and Nick Payne. Then for something completely different, head north almost exactly 10 blocks to New York City Center, where they will be having the official opening night for the Jim Steinman jukebox musical, Bat Out of Hell. Co-starring Tony winner Lena Hall, the show is scheduled to run through September 8th. We have a regular listener and good friend who's at the show currently while I'm recording. I'm not going to give her name because I don't want to associate this review with her, but um, her message to me at intermission was, yikes, my ears hurt. Fair enough. Uh, moving to Saturday, we will have the first performance of the staged concert version of Les Miserables, which will play the Gilgood Theater in the West End, while the Queen Sondheim Theater is renovated and transitions to the new staging of the show. Leading the concert company will be original Marius Michael Ball as Javert, Alfie Beau as Jean Valjean, Carrie Hope Fletcher as Fantine, Rob Halkin as Marius, Sean Aiko as Eponine, Lily Kurhaus as Kazette, and as Thenardier will be former Dr. Hugh companion Nardal, simply the best Matt Lucas. The show is scheduled to run through November 30th when the turntableless Les Mis will return to its original home. That has a new name. Then on Sunday, we have some closings. First, one of my favorite shows that I've seen recently, uh, The Prom, closes on Broadway. Please see it if you haven't. Be More Chill also closes on Broadway. Then Off-Broadway Roundabout's Tony Stone will close up shop as well. The critically acclaimed family musical from Theaterworks Dogman, the musical, will close on Sunday. As will I Spy a Spy, the show that Ashley and I discussed last week that will give out unpurchased tickets for free to people at the box office through its closing on Sunday. We will have links to all of the previews, openings, and closings in the show notes and on BroadwayRadio.com if you would like more information. Okay, let's wrap up Monday's episode with some quick bits of news. First, on Friday, the San Francisco production of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child announced its cast. Playing the grown-up Harry Potter will be John Skelly. Angela Reed will play Jenny Potter. Benjamin Papek will play Albus Potter. David Abelis will play Ron Weasley. Yana McIntosh will play Hermione Granger. Folemy Williams will play Rose Granger Weasley. Lucas Hall will play Draco Malfoy. And the previously announced John Steger will play Scorpius Malfoy. Also in the company is former Tell Me More guest Lauren Zacharin. Next up, on Friday, the Vineyard Theatre Company announced that Deirdre O'Connell will lead the New York premiere of Lucas Haneith's new play, Dana H. The show is adapted from interviews done with Dana Higginbotham, a chaplain of a psych ward. Directed by Les Waters, the show will play off-Broadway in the winter of 2020. And finally, after Saturday night's performance of The Prom on Broadway, the show's script coordinator, Armel K. Harper and Jody K. Smith, got married on the stage of The Long Acre with the entire cast on stage surrounding him. There's a great article in the New York Times about the ceremony and the couple's relationship, so if you need a quick pick-me-up after the horrific news that we were bombarded with over the weekend, give this a read. Okay, that's all I've got. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt. If you get a chance, please head over to your podcast provider of choice and leave us a rating and review. Those things go a long way to helping other theater fans find us, especially as Apple Podcasts is in the midst of changing how they categorize shows. So if you could do that for us, we would greatly appreciate it. Even if you don't or can't, uh, we'll, we'll still love you, I guess. Just not as much as if you had dropped a five-star rating and effusively glowing review, but whatever. Anyway, have a great Monday, and I believe Ashley and I will be back to talk to you tomorrow.